for a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne. It's such a pleasure to have you with us for a little something extra here in the podcast. We bring you a full hour-long episode filled with stories for you and your family just about every day. And we post that, but we also post a little extra story here in the podcast, a mini episode of the show. Something just a few minutes long in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. And often we like to bring you something inspired by something you heard in the full hour-long episode. Well, in today's full hour-long episode, we brought you a story called The Monkey and the buzzard, and we thought you might like another story involving monkeys. And in this tale, a spoiled young prince discovers that he has everything in the world except the moon. What will the price of obtaining the moon be? Well, you're going to find out in The Boy Who Wanted the Moon, told for you by Donna Washington, here on The Apple Seed. Once there was a great king in Africa. He had many daughters and only one son. And he loved that boy more than anything in the world. And he gave him everything. At the age of six, that little boy had his own house. He had gold bracelets up to his elbows. He had anklets and he had gold earrings in his ears. And a golden stud in his nose. The little boy even had a golden chair and six servants to carry him around so he would not have to walk. His father loved him so much, he made him king of all the children in the kingdom. And because there were more children than adults, that little boy had more subjects than his father. Every day he would call all of his subjects together, and they would have to watch him eat his lunch. Then they would have to watch him get his face washed. And when he was done, they would have to watch as he took a nap. They couldn't leave until he told them to. None of the children liked the little boy. One day, the prince stood up and said, I am the greatest child who ever lived, and I have everything. There was a little girl in the square who'd had enough. She stood up and said, Oh, no, you don't. You don't have everything. And the little boy said, Yes, I do. Tell me something I do not have. And she said, you don't have the moon. He realized she was right. He dismissed his subjects. He went straight to his father and he said, Father, I want the moon. His father looked at him and began to laugh. (laughs) You're joking, right? The little boy said, no, I want the moon. His father looked him up one side and down the other and said, well, I, I'm sorry, but you can't have the moon. In all of his life, no one had ever said no to that little boy. He clenched up his fists. He squished up his face. He began to scream and wail and holler and cry. He beat his hands up against the floor. He beat his head up against the wall. His father didn't know what to do. The little boy flung himself around the room, and then he said, If you don't get me the moon, I won't eat or sleep or anything. I will die of sadness. And he ran out of the room. His father didn't know what to do. He ran straight to the wise people. He said, You've got to help me. The wise people said, Yes, Your Majesty, how may we help you? You've got to get the moon for my son. The wise people said, You're joking, right? 
The king said, no, I'm not joking. My son wants the moon. The wise people looked him up one side and down the other and said, Your Majesty, the gods put the moon in the sky for a reason. Don't you think maybe we should just leave it up there? The king said, My son is more important than anything in this world, and he has told me that if he cannot have the moon, he will not eat or sleep, he'll die of sadness. And the wise people said, He's six years old. He'll grow out of this but the king wouldn't hear of it. So the wise people put their heads together and told the king, if you want to get the moon, this is what you must do. For the next 10 years, you must build a scaffolding to the sky, a scaffolding, a wooden ladder. And at the end of 10 years, in the deepest part of the night, the moon will pass right overhead and you can pull it out of the sky. But, Your Majesty, that might not be the wisest thing to do. But the king wasn't even listening. He ran away from them back toward his home. For the next ten years, all of the people in the kingdom did nothing but build a scaffolding, a wooden ladder to the sky. And in the deepest part of the night, after the king, his son, and all of the people had climbed that scaffolding, the moon passed right overhead, and the king reached his hands up and grabbed it. Ow! Ah! He jumped back, his hands covered in blisters. He said to his son, You can't have the moon, it's too hot! If you cannot tell someone what to do when they are six years old, you have no hope when they reach sixteen. The prince turned to his father and said, I have been waiting for ten years, and I will have the moon. He reached his hands up and grabbed it. And even though it was burning his hands, he held on. And then he pulled. And the moon broke pieces of hot moon rock showered down on those people. And where it touched their skin, it burned them and they fell from the scaffolding. And where it touched that scaffolding, it burst into flame. They all began falling towards the ground. And they surely would have died, except for the gods of Africa who reached down and caught all of those people in their hands. But to teach them a lesson about trying to undo what the gods themselves had done, they turned every single one of them into monkeys and sprinkled them throughout the world. To this day, monkeys live in trees. They are still trying to get high enough to reach the moon. And that is the story of the boy who wanted the moon. Donna Washington with The Boy Who Wanted the Moon. What a pleasure to be here with you for a little something extra from the Appleseed. And don't forget, you can always find more great stories online at byuradio.org slash Appleseed. You can communicate with us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at theappleseed at byu.edu. Again, that's theappleseed at byu.edu. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from the Appleseed. 
Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne.